Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Broadcasting from the Leadership Academy Studios, aka my new basement. Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur the go-to plan for coaches, authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds to start, grow, and profit a business that you love. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Browning. Welcome to the show. Very, very excited for today. Um, We are deep in the series, as you probably are aware. If you've been listening to any recent shows, we are deep in uh, book launch season, book launch season. Our new book, Driven to Courage, How to Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger, is in full pre-release media mode right now. So we've been having incredible authors, contributors, people that have been sharing their stories in the book, coming on the show, coming on The Driven Entrepreneur and sharing their incredible inspirational stories with you guys, and also sharing the tips and secrets about how they deal with the unexpected, how you can too, and how you don't get knocked down, you get up and you keep moving forward. Today, I have uh, one, someone who's been a client, who's been a friend, who's been a consultant for us, uh, just a an inspirational young woman named Andy Monet. Now, Andy is, a, she calls herself a business solutions doctor. She has over three decades of experience in business and consulting and working with some of the largest companies on the planet, billion dollar brands. She's worked with companies, you know, um, like Monster and NASA as a consultant and organization specialist. And she has taken what she does in all, with all these amazing companies and brands and distilled it to the simple for entrepreneurs like me and you to be able to grow our business and explode the profits. Pretty simple, but Andy has an incredible story. I can't wait for her to share it with you. Andy, welcome to the show. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Always such a pleasure. Always so exciting. And I always love how important I sound when you say the things that happen. Well, we say it often around here, Andy, if we can only have, if we can only have a podcast host walk into the room before us at every birthday party. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what fun Coming up next be? to cut the cake. Three-time best-selling author. No, Andy, you, you uh, when we first met, I, I told the story, you've been on the show before. And guys, if you haven't uh, heard Andy's story before, we're going to share a little bit, you know, get into it. Um, but you can go back in the archives and I'll have a link in the show notes to the, the past uh, episode that was published to the podcast platforms where Andy shows an incredible story. And when we first met, you shared your story on a stage and I just was instantly hooked and said, I need to talk to this inspirational woman. Um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, you know what, just tell us, tell us a bit about that story growing up and how your entrepreneur fuel really first got started. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I used to not share this story, not because I was embarrassed, But I didn't understand how it really affected me in a good way about my business journey. But what happened was I was 16 years old and I woke up one day and I was homeless. And I was homeless because my single mom abandoned me and she had, um, she was bipolar and all the things. But, you know, it literally happened in a few moments. I was in the house one moment, she pulled me out the next, dragging me by my hair throwing me out the door. And I had several hours of of 
you know, crying and falling apart and banging on the doors and bloody knuckles. And I finally realized, because I know my mom well enough, that her aunt, her decision was final, no matter if she was wrong or she was right. And where did that leave me? So she and literally threw you out. Literally threw me out of the door. Yeah, th- this wasn't a, you need to go find somewhere else because I'm not yeah. good enough. She actually kicked you out and meant it. Physically. Man. Yeah, just, it was. You don't hear that a lot. That is not as a 16 year old girl what what's going through your mind in that moment like it clear it can't be real right right exactly and it was more it was more surreal you know like you know a nightmare frankly and and I've had a lot of challenges with her with with you know the actions that she makes and the words that she uses and things that go on but this was completely different right and it took several hours before I could really come to the really dark and scary place of what that means for me, what that means for my life, what that means for my success, what that means for my, you know, everything. My entire life had to be decided in one way or another in, in a day. And what actions would I take? And, you know, the scary part about that was I had to figure it out fast, right? I mean, it did, I didn't have a day to think about it or a week to think about it or a month to think about what I wanted to do as an adult. I needed to figure something out. Whatever that something was, I needed to do it today. And that was a really powerful lesson for me that I used throughout my entire life. And um, that particular day, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, you know, there's young people now that... <laughs> have have a very different set of problems sometimes and they're like what should I do with my life and I'm in the basement and uh, you know I'm broadcasting from a basement but you know they're actually like in the basement living and and thinking in their mind some people are thinking like they're walking through something like you but no you this is a real situation this is a real I have urgency completely unexpected clearly catches you off guard and sometimes there's no time to react no time to stop and think you know, in my framework in the book that we talk about to overcome the unexpected, the first step is to stop falling, right? To, to catch your breath, Absolutely. you know, not to react. But you didn't really have a chance to catch your breath. So how did you begin to devise some kind of a plan or did you not having the time, not having the, the luxury of, re- of reacting? And yeah, well, I realized two things that literally that day, one was as I hinted before, if, if I'm completely responsible for my reality, whatever that's going to be, um, no one else could do that but me because, you know, obviously or clearly my mother was not going to be there. The things that you thought would happen, the things, the, the resources that we thought we would have or I thought I would have weren't there. But the second thing was what action did I need to take today to get me towards those goals? And I know I kind of said that already, but that day, the only thing I needed to focus on was where I was going to sleep. And that was my success. I mean, as small of a step as that was, it was, okay, my next step is where do I sleep? And I ended up sleeping, as we talked about before, underneath my mother's deck, which was dangerous because the the tide comes in and out. I didn't know if I would be alive in the morning. I just needed to at least shut down enough to sleep and figure it out tomorrow. And the next day I was still going to high school every day. So that was my safe place at that particular moment. Even if it was for a week, I would go to school. I knew I was physically safe. I knew I was emotionally safe. I knew I didn't have to, you know, think of that was my time where I could, okay, 
step back and really say, okay, what am I going to do with my life? And what I decided the next day was as crazy as it sounds now is I was 16 years old. I was going to graduate high school. I wasn't going to drop out. I was going to finish high school, graduate, start college and start my first business. And the reason, and I'm talking fast because I get excited, is that <laughs> um, the reason, and I, I'm a pretty analytical. And so I came up with the business thing because I can't support myself financially if I'm in school eight hours a day, right? And no one's going to hire me at 16 because you need a, a, a worker's permit at the time with a parent signature, which I couldn't get. So it was a logical step for me. And I didn't like have an entrepreneurial spirit in the sense of, hey, I want to start a business. It was more like, hey, I need to support myself and this is how I'm going to do it. And, and you know me as well enough to know that, you know, whether it's commitment or whether it's determination or whether it's stubbornness, I was going to do this. <laughs> That's what I did. Man, and you just decided I'm going to go out and do it. Like, absolutely. I mean, one thing no I, time, right? Yeah. Well, and what I really want to point out too is you sort of talked it down like, well, even if it was just this little goal, but I think that is the lesson I'm pulling from your story is that when, you know, all hell's breaking loose and the, and you know, the table's flipped upside down and now what is going to happen? The world has changed. My world has changed. It's not about how do I get back to where I was, right? Or how do I get to my big vision and my big goal? But sometimes it's, I need to set a realistic small goal. How am I going to eat tonight? Where am exactly. I going to sleep when I, you know, how am I going to sleep? Right. And if you've been, if anyone has ever been through something with, you know, health challenges with, you know, something scary with your kids or going to the oh, hospital absolutely. or whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about. The secret absolutely. is absolutely everything disappears except for the tiny minute details, one foot in front of the other. And you were someone literally one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And I talk about that a lot because I think one of the common potentially misconceptions is that when you make goals, you have to make large leaps towards those goals. And that's just not true. Small actions are habits. No matter how small an action is, you're always getting closer to your goal. I mean, whether it's putting a note on a sticky and putting it on your bathroom window, right? It's still an action towards your goals. And some goals are bigger, some actions are bigger, and some are smaller. And and I think that's such a big key to moving your life forward, whether it's an emergency or kids or relationships or business, it's all, you know, the same habit, the same good habit. Yeah. You know, um, James Clear would agree the author of Atomic Habits were mm -hmm. what we're really talking about is not so much focusing on the goal because goals aren't actions. Exactly. Right? But instead you're talking about backtracking and saying, what are the micro habits or atomic habits mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever you want to call it. What are the tiny habits that I can do on a regular basis that move me in that direction? What were some of, what have been some of the most important, I guess, micro habits that you have maybe the, again, whether it was pulling you out of the ditch, you know, pulling you out of that chasm or later in life, you found that, you know, these are little daily habits, little micro habits that have really been needle movers in your results and anything that comes to your mind from the past oh, yeah. or even what Plenty. you're doing today. I mean, consulting. many, many, many things, but one of the things which I think we know, but it's hard for us to make a habit out of it is, is being great, grateful for what's happened. And I say that because even with the craziness in my life and the being homeless, which we haven't even talked about this, but I was homeless twice because when I left my my husband, because he was abusive. So I've been homeless twice. Um, I still am a glass is always overfilling person. It's never, I mean, yeah, it stinks to be in the moment. And yes, you have to get over it. But there's, it can always be worse. And there's one example that I remember that really resonated with me. Um, 
because I think it was so sweet um, and really reflected how I feel. And that is this lady, her, her husband died in a car accident and her, she had two children and it was the anniversary of her husband dying. And she's really, you know, she's still going through grief. And her friend who's very loving said, you know, friend, I know that you're going through this, but you know, there's another side to think about. And she said, well, what's that? I'm crying. My husband's gone. I'm a single mom, but you know, all the things that are crazy in my life. And she said, yeah, but your two kids could have been in the car with your husband. And that really, Whoa. yes. So no matter how bad things can be, I think, and I'm not saying that to say that they're good. What I'm saying is be grateful because there could always be something worse that could happen even in the bad things that happen in life right and so um, being grateful is really important to me and I think it really helps with your stress level with talking to clients and to be really a servant to people that you want to be a servant to right I own a business I want to be of value and no matter how big or small my client is I'm grateful that they're in my life and that I can be a blessing to theirs yeah even uh, you know before we were going on air you were sharing some some stories a little bit of stress here and there with oh, some yeah, bigger clients and <laughs> And but what kind of made me chuckle is going, you know, sometimes the, the dream, right. The outcome when you're working with maybe a small client and it's not paying as much, the dream is I want to land this big client, but then sometimes that big client, you go, Oh my gosh, now there's a whole nother level of problems and challenges that they didn't exist before that now they do. But you're saying that I can be grateful for those challenges because they actually point me back in the direction of understanding that I am getting what I wanted. I'm getting, Absolutely. right. I'm growing my business. I'm getting these big clients. And now the, like, you know, people ask me how I'm doing right now as we're in the middle of pre-launch book, we're doing our leadership event uh, next week with the United States Air Force Academy. You'll be a keynote speaker there. Um, like we're doing all these things at once and the, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I, I feel like I'm at capacity. Definitely. <laughs> but yet it's all self-inflicted. You know, this, these are every single thing that is stressing me out is also everything that's a blessing, right? It's everything that the business is growing. Our message is getting out. We're helping transform people's lives. You know, like that is what it's about. And you're helping re- me remember to reflect on that accurately, that this is what it's really about. Well, and to add to that for just a moment, too, is I that, wish you would. Um, <laughs> is that um, sometimes I think that it really helps to know why you're doing it, right? I mean, we could be crazy busy and maybe even a little stressed, but as long as we know why we're doing it, yes, it kind of makes it puts it into perspective, right? Yes. But if you're if your life is crazy and you really don't have a point of it or a goal of it or seeing why you're doing it in the first place. Like that's not always a healthy place to be. <laughs> so I'd say it's far less than not just healthy, but that's, that can be dangerous for your mental oh, health. Absolutely. Because absolutely. That, that's where you start to feel victimhood. That's where you start to feel stuck. Mm-hmm. That's where you start to feel powerless. Like now I'm just doing, living this stressful life. Why for no purpose? How do you keep your motivation, your why um, I guess front and center when you're, cause I know you, you're a person who you can go head down, trudge through the mud and get the stuff done. You are one of those people that no question you can get it done. <laughs> but I know you also are a person that always smiles when you do it, which speaks to your, your why and your motivation. How do you keep that front and center when you're in the midst of it all? I think a lot of it, as we talked about before, has to do with habits. You know, I make a habit of knowing 
why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I also very conscientiously define what my priorities are in my life. And that's just me. So for example, let's just bring up religion, which is probably not the most popular topic. But if if religion is important to your life, it's more popular than politics right now. So feel free right to now, go there. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you say, well, I can't go to church because I'm working or I, or I, I have to work on Sunday and I can't go to church or whatever, whatever reasons we have. Right. But if it really was a priority and you treated it like a priority, it would be a priority. Right. And whether that's religion or whether it's parenting or whether it's being home at dinner time with your kids, like I have a rule with myself. First of all, I don't take calls on the weekend. I may work on the weekend, but I don't take client calls on the weekends. I'm always there for an hour when my son wakes up. I'm there for spending an hour with him when I get when he gets home from school and an hour when it's either bedtime or dinner preferably both but there's three hours I spend with him no matter what I don't care how busy I am I don't care if I have speaking engagements I don't care and because I made him first and that's important to me and so once you get in that habit of of identifying what your priorities and acting on it everything else kind of eventually falls away and it, and it becomes a habit that you don't even realize anymore which I think is really critical again to leading the life that you want to leave. And I'm old enough to believe, and I don't know if this, I don't know if you can do this when you're 20 or 30 or 40, because I'm 50, my 50s now. And I'm like, I don't want, I refuse to have stress in my life. I mean, well, that's just go. a choice, right? I mean, it is a choice for me not to be stressed. I, I say no to clients, potential clients. I say no to, to speaking events because it has to fit my lifestyle, which is I'm not going to be stressed and my family comes first. And I'm okay with that. And you so. actually have values, you have priorities, and you can look and say, okay, you're making your son a priority. And what I love is that now, based on your priority, you can then sort and decide everything else that happens. And I think a lot of people miss that point where, you know, it's a little bit old school mentality. Well, you got to work, you got to get the money. It's like, yeah, you do. But there's a lot of ways you can go about doing that. And it's based on priority. Now, if money's the number one priority, like maybe it was at 16, 17 years old, 18, whatever, right, for you, right? then everything gets sorted on, okay, I need to make money today so I have somewhere to sleep. Got it. But as life's problems get solved, then we get a chance to have a higher level priority, like your son, Absolutely. like God, like, you know, serving a client, like amplifying your own mission and knowing, like, because you've spent a lot of time pressing into why you're here and Absolutely. what you're doing for people as well. And it's neat to see, you know, you're prioritizing those things as well. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the principle uh, in the book, Driven to Courage. And guys, again, it's on presale right now, driventocourage.com. Don't know if I mentioned that yet. And Andy has a wonderful chapter in the book where you share your complete story and it's artistic and it, guys, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. I promise <laughs> you that and you, you're going to be laughing and wiping tears because it is sad and it is inspirational all at the same time. It's incredible. Uh, but then every chapter and every author like you has also, you dive into a principle that's like a character trait for accessing courage and dealing with unexpected. So tell us a bit about like your character trait and why that's so important to you. Absolutely. So I really resonated with determination for obvious reasons, I think yes. by now. Um, determination there's a, and, and there's a lot of things that really reflect in determination, but determination was real, is, is, is a conscious decision. You can't yeah, be if, determined. If you told me any other character trait besides determination, I would have said <laughs> you're crazy. It's like, no, Andy, 
from knowing you, that is the thing that has basically saved your bacon, right? It did. It has. Yeah. Many so, times. Sorry, I cut you way. off. Tell me, tell no. me, tell me about your perspective of determination. Absolutely. Um, yeah, determination. First of all, it has to be a choice. You can't be determined without having the conscientious thought to be determined, right? I mean that, and and so determination for me meant a lot of things. One is it it requires action. It requires a conscious decision. It requires a commitment and requires, for me, it often in almost every single time really requires the wherewithal to say, that's important to me and I'm going to do it. And I know that's a really simple thing to say, but I can tell you so many examples where there's common people or average people or people who haven't had as much practice, which I was what I would call it. Um, having to be determined, including some of our children, by the way. <laughs> but um, but that really gets us through a lot of things. And again, a couple of really easy examples is when I did when I was 16 and I did start college, the school told me that I couldn't apply. Well, after my own research and my own wherewithal to figure out what the loopholes was, I had to teach the school what their policy was. I, you know, I was, I was not. You 16 year old um, Andy had to teach yes. the college admissions. Yes. What the policy which, was, which by the they way, were was, getting it wrong. Exactly. Or, and, and wrong in the sense of it wasn't that common, right? They would just don't deal with the average applicant, which is not 16 years old. So 16 years old, abandoned by their mother, doing it on their own with no extra help and no parental signatures. Exactly. And among other things, which leads me to my other thing is that I was denied financial aid. And they said, well, that doesn't like that doesn't make any sense. Right? You make they too said, much well, money. Yeah. I don't make any money. <laughs> well, they said, well, you couldn't possibly be living on it. This was their response. And I said, yes, exactly. Which is why I need financial aid. And they oh, said, oh, you well, put your income as a 16 year old and it was so yes, low. They yes, said, this can't be accurate. Yes, there must be more. Yes, you can't live on this much. Yes, and you said, well, exactly. I'm finding a way. Exactly. Right. Oh my and, goodness. And they, and they said, well, you, you're going to need, you know, you're being supported by somebody. We don't know who we need their tax returns. And I said, I don't have anybody this. I even had legal documentation saying I was homeless by the state and the, and they still denied it. So again, adding to challenges in my life of, okay, now I've been accepted into the school and now I have to figure out how to pay it, which I didn't plan on having to figure out a way to pay it. And so that all requires determination. It requires action to be taken. It requires the commitment to know that this is really what I want to do, which it was. And it requires a conscientious um, habit forming, right? Because with any, it's like working out with exercise. The more you do it, the easier it is. And to the point where you don't even recognize it anymore. Well, maybe not with exercising because I don't like it anyway, even though I do it. But, um, <laughs> but to your point, Andy, habits, right? when the biggest thing I, I hear is that when you take an action, yes, you have to, uh, habituize, habituize, have, sounds good. I love it. One of the, I'm going to make up word. a word, yes, habituate. Please. I think that actually is a word. You need to habituate the action, but yes. the most important thing is recognizing from what you're saying that it's not just one action. The hardest part isn't even taking the action. It's when the action doesn't produce fruit or yes. you get denied, yes. it's okay, now I need to come back and do the action again, yes. rather than just retire the idea. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's determination, that's what I see in you, that's what's in your eyes, that's what's in your heart, and I know that's what you do with all of your clients from the, again, the billion dollar oh, enterprises to the small mom and pop solopreneurs that you work with and help to grow. 
Um, very excited, Andy. Again, the book we're doing, it's on pre-release right now, Driven to Courage. You can get the pre-release through July 15th at driventocourage.com. And if you do that, here's the great thing. The pre-release, and this is exciting because the book is uh, it's 20 bucks, and we give them, of course, the actual physical book, as well as the ebook, as well as the audio book. Those are all free when they get the book because it's pre-release. That means it's not released yet. Why would we do that? Why would you get such a big discount? Because we need to ethically bribe you to uh, be on the list, to get the book, to be ready for it. Helps us with the bestsellers and the, you know publishing and all that stuff. Um, but we're also giving two tickets to Success Revolution. It's an NLP-based breakthrough personal development seminar that I am hosting and putting on. Andy is going to be speaking at this event over in Orange County, California. Um, beautiful, beautiful Orange County, John Wayne Airport. Very exciting to do this. Um, I'm from California, so I'm coming back home, and we're going to have a blast. Two days. It's August 12th and 13th, and those tickets, you know, they go as high as $997 each, and those are free. You get two tickets to the two-day breakthrough event where I'm speaking, Andy's speaking, tons of our authors are speaking, four-time Olympian Ruben Gonzalez is speaking on Olympic motivation. We're going to have a blast. It's a party. You got to be there. And if you pre-order the book right now, you get two tickets for no charge. Um, plus, every author has donated kindly an amazing gift. And Andy, you have an amazing gift that's being donated as part of the book as well. Tell us about your Explosive Profits Business Planner, because this is something that um, it's just, to me, it, it's the no-brainer. It's every entrepreneur has to have it, but nobody seems to. <laughs> yeah, nobody does seem to. Um... I, you know, I say that this is a 35 year planner in the making. I have techniques, tools that are e really easy to understand, really easy to implement. And I use them with Fortune 500 companies. I use them with foreign and domestic governments. I use them with small business. It's the same principles, right? But it's really putting it into ways that you can understand and implement and really take action on your business. And what I really love to tell people is that it really creates explosive profits in your business without adding cost or time to your day. And those that's are the two the things key. I don't have room for. Exactly. And you don't want to spend more, more of either of those things. And I don't have room for more time. That is clear. Exactly. And, that, and, and that's what you've been doing as a consultant for years and years. Mm -hmm. Again, with, with the big boys is you're showing them how to, okay, how can I go in and explode the profits, increase the profit margin, but I can't add expense because mm -hmm. right, you're, you're already coming and being hired. So you can't be adding more expense. Exactly. Hey, here, here's my consultant advice. Um, pay more money in advertising. That doesn't exactly. work, right? Right, no it doesn't. No more expense and I mean, no more time. Exactly. And one really fun example is one of my favorites and can't go into detail about it, but the short version is, you know, I walked into a CFO's office and I said, here's my proposal. And he said, who are you? And I said, it doesn't matter who I am. Do you want to save $14 million a year for the next five years? He's like, well, of course, who are you? And what are you doing here? And I said, well, I tell you what, I can do that in 30 days you sign my contract and I'll tell you the details. And of course he signed it and I did. And this is a $4 billion company that I can- You really that, did? I don't think I I've did. heard that story. I didn't know how oh, you, you got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do this. Well, we won't go there right now, but- <laughs> That is outstanding. But I know what my value is and I know what their value is and being able to communicate that, right? I mean, I just saved them $60 million for obviously a fraction of that. And, you know, I have a hundred billion dollar client who just keeps buying up other, you know, other technical tech companies. 
and you know and you're not only saving the money but you're building a relationship and you're building the trust and it's easy after that but anyway yeah i mean these things uh, get to the point these things are all things i use in small businesses and large business and i love sharing how to do that so they don't want to do it that's why they hire me but well, small that's businesses, what's wonderful you know one of the shortcuts in the fast food world is they call it the mcdonald's real estate shortcut where if you want to set up a burger joint somewhere, you don't need to do your own research. You go to where the big guys are and you go, McDonald's is in the real estate business. They did the planning. They did the research. They did the marketing. If they're going to put a McDonald's on a corner, you better believe there's market data behind it. Absolutely. So it's almost like piggyback on what they've spent the money doing and what you're doing for the small entrepreneur like me is we can piggyback on what you're doing with these huge companies with your explosive profits planner guys. And that is a gift that is also yours for free. It's part of the pre-sale of the book. When you do that, you'll get a, a thank you page with all of the authors sharing their free gifts with you. And there's so many wonderful, wonderful things in there. Um, again, we're Andy Monet, uh, chapter in the book, Driven to Courage, How to Overcome and Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger on pre-sale through July 15th. All right, I'm gonna shut up about the book. I'm excited to have Andy on, introduce you, reintroduce you to our audience. Uh, thank you so much, Andy. You've been awesome. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at the party in August. Yes, I'm super excited. And I have actually met Ruben. He's amazing. He, so, he's, he's incredible. He's spoken he at a few incredible. of my events before. He's become a very dear friend over the years. Um, and we're really excited to have him back out again. You can meet a four-time Olympian, the oldest winter Olympian in history. He's the only person who's done four Olympic games over four decades. Incredible, never should have made it story. And he's in the book as well. Of course, he's co-authoring with me. All right, that's the show this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope that Andy inspired you and also that you can start taking some of this practical knowledge, apply it, making priorities, deciding what that is, taking action, turning it into habits. There's all that and more. Make sure you get the book on presale, driventocourage.com. It's only 20 bucks. You get everything, all the bonuses, the tickets, the whole shabang, shabang. You get the whole shebang. It's going to be great. All right, I'll see you next week with another driven entrepreneur. Get out there, as I always say, stay driven. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>